0: You're listening to Comedy Central.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the U Up podcast. Um, I am Nikki Glaser, your host today and every day on this podcast. It's Friday. Um, how you doing this week? Uh, jackpot. That's how I'm doing. It is Thursday. I'm headed to the airport. i going to Miami for this weekend. If you live in Miami, if you know people in Miami and you think they would enjoy me, tell them I'm in town at the improv. That would mean a lot to me. But only if you think they'd like me. If it's, like, your aunt and you're like, well, I, she said if I know someone in Miami, i got to send them. And your aunt's, like, not down with what I'm in, like, I'm about, don't send your aunt. Um, unless you think she'd like it. Then send your aunt. I want to see all of your aunts there this weekend at the Miami Improv. Um, I'm in the back of an Uber. I'm headed to the airport. Um, it is, what time? On a, It's one forty on Thursday. I'm joined by my best friend... And uh, 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 You Up podcast and radio uh, regular, Anya Marina, welcome to the show.
2: Looking good, Glaze, looking great. Love your gams, you're tan, you're hot, I'm into you. I'm taking a step across this fence that I call heterosexuality.
1: (laughs) Well, coming in with the heat on that one, Jesus Christ. Squirt Nation over here. Um, Yeah, I am, I have the gams out because I'm just hot. You, we both got riled up today. It was oh just God. a fun. day. We're both sexually on fire. We are like, we're so horny right now, and that we that we only have each other to project it onto. So it's quite a, a conundrum, and so we're both just like, hey, listen, I'm I'm airing it out at this point. <laughs> you really, are man spreading a little in the back of this oob? You know what? When I realized when I played Kurt Cobain on um, the historical roast, I just manspreaded the entire time on stage because that's how he would sit, and I gotta say. For the ladies it's kind of why don't we get to air it out guys always go we need to air it out it's like so do we probably even more so you guys aren't dealing with a wetness down there that happens every time you talk to a guy you have a crush on at work
2: absolutely true confirm that
1: we should get to man spread more than you your balls are dry (laughs) there's not like or i mean maybe you get a little soggy down there i don't mean to mean you don't but we get we get like that is how we turned on is like we turn into a place where like we turn into a petri an active petri dish and then we have to cross our legs because we have to be good girls and guys get to fucking spread out because they have their balls and i understand it's a little more uncomfortable and it can hurt to squeeze your balls i don't know that what that feeling is like but i assume it's the it's like childbirth the same pain pain doubtful I think I'm kidding I'm being facetious or sar- I'm being sarcastic because it was laced with me being a little angry do you know that's the difference between facetious and sarcastic
2: yes I do I, I feel it Yes. Yeah.
1: most people don't know that and I had to learn it myself but if you're wondering facetious is not when you're laced with a meanness oh. sarcasm is when it has a meanness to it so facetious is sarcasm without meanness
2: Oh, that's great. So if I'm being facetious, I'm just sort of playing with
1: you. Exactly. But if it's sarcasm, like, oh, really? Oh, like, you're trying boy. to, like, prove a point? That's sarcasm. It's more cynical. If I, I go, oh, is it more cynical? Oh, okay. That's it. But if I was, like, if I don't know an example of being facetious right now because everything I want to say to you is horny and mean. <laughs> <laughs> I want to nag you.
2: I've been doing this thing lately where I can't stop making puns, and it was really bumming me out. And then all my friends were like, yeah, you got to stop that. And then I had one friend, Kate Walsh. She was so nice about it. And she was like, no, actually, this is a sign of, like, healthiness that you're dropping your cynicism, and you're just, like, making puns.
1: And yeah, I'm making like- an easy, yeah, but sometimes it's puns aren't always easy, and sometimes they're so clever. They're just like a good meme where you go, ah, oh, you got me. You know, like, I know it's... It seems easy, but sometimes they're not. Like, you made a good pun today when we were just on the train, and you go, you apologize before I even was able to acknowledge that it was good. But it was good.
2: Thank God I forgot it already. But I went to this restaurant in Berlin called No Bananas. This isn't a pun. This isn't
1: a pun. This is just a terrible joke. This is just you turning into your dad slowly.
2: Right, and I hate it, but Kate was like, I think it's sweet. You're just, like, be- you're losing your cynicism, which actually I'm down with. It's a really good point. But this place was called No Bananas, which is an
1: allusion to a song lyric.
2: Which so- song
1: lyric? <laughs> a, a, ch- a children's song? Is this like uh, that b- baby shark? The <laughs> the pre-log?
2: What is No Bananas? I don't know, it's some old song maybe from the 70s?
1: I'm sorry, but don't name your restaurant after your favorite little song lyric that makes no sense to anyone else. A lot else. of people
2: get it. A lot of people in their 40s get it. And
1: well, cool, is that all you want? Dining at your stupid restaurant? that's wow. called No Bananas? And also, do you have something with bananas on the menu? Is that your little quirky thing that you do at No Banana Was it a good place? It was delicious. Okay, okay. Good. Try No Bananas in Berlin. Yeah,
2: in Kreuzberg. So we go, and the waitress comes up to the table, and I go, oh, I got a good one here. And I'm, like, jet-lagged. And I go, first of all, before I order, do you guys have any bananas? Ooh. And I, I wanted to commit suicide immediately. Like,
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe that's what happened to Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> <laughs> He made a bad pun that was just like, no, but I need to end it. He did dine right before it in a place in, like, France. I know too much about it. And not enough. We don't know enough. I want to know if he was drunk. They do a toxicology report, but they only do drugs. Why Shouldn't we get to know if he was totally wasted? I mean, we all love
2: him, and we know that he's pickled, so it didn't matter if he had had a drink that day. The guy loved to drink pretty much every day, so... Yeah, you can only assume. Yeah, he's basically drunk. He was all... Anyway, I watched a couple episodes of Parts Unknown on the way over there. Excellent show. Every episode is phenomenal. And it's a nice way to, like, relive how wonderful he was.
1: Yeah, they still play it. I was at JFK two days ago, the place I'm going to now. But I was waiting for my bag, and they were playing it on the, like, you know, the airport TV. And I'm like, I love that they're still playing this, and we're just pretending like this guy didn't hang himself a year ago. But it's great that, like, we should have to be faced with him and reminded of, um, you know, that kind of thing, the suicide or whatever it is. Like, you have to kind of lean into it before, like, it has to be uncomfortable if we're going to address it. Yeah. And it was uncomfortable to see his show while I was waiting for baggage. I'm like, this is lacking tact, like, to keep playing. I was just like, are they pretending? But then I was like, no, this is actually good. Yeah, but it was maybe, it made, me, it made me sad in the moment. I'm like, I don't want to feel sad right now. But it was like, it was good. Soundgarden, and when
2: Soundgarden comes on, you know, I get a little sad about Chris Cornell being gone or Nirvana. Let's bring it back to the roast, Nikki Glaser as Kurt Cobain.
1: Um, Wait a second, Soundgarden, I really thought you were talking about Savage Garden for a second. And I was thinking, with every breath truly, madly deep. I'm like, did that guy kill himself? No, but should have. No, that song is great. I want to stand with you on a mountain. Oh, nice voice
2: crack. Awesome. Thank you. I am excited for you to move. A quick subject change. We just came from Nikki's house where we were playing songs on the balcony.
1: Yeah, Anya's new single is coming out very soon. If you don't follow Anya Marina on Spotify or, like, be alerted of when she has new music that's dropping like you're missing out because she's just one of the best artists one of my favorite artists of all time I was a huge fan before I even knew her and then we became best friends because we were just artistically attracted to one another and then we got together and we became besties but I endorse her not only as my friend but like truly like great music and if you like the same kind of music I like you're gonna be into her she's gonna be one of your faves so Anya Marina um the songs I would direct you to just to get a good intro course if you know her already you know um whatever you like she did a, a, a reprise a re a cover mm-hmm. she did a cover of whatever you like T. Is whatever you like that is one of the best songs like uh, covers I've ever heard ever and can we get it a little colder in here please yes. thank you so much oh is that all I needed to do um <laughs> So, I'm getting hot just talking about whatever you like. It's the sexiest song ever. Anyway, I fell in love with her through that song. But another, other tracks of mine of hers that I love is Hot Button. Um, the, what's in your bed? I'm in your bed and you're not. Notice me. Ugh, notice me. Um, uh, this is Serious. Yeah. Serious Love. Serious love. That's a banger. And, um... Uh, Shut Up is amazing Oh my god it's so good And I recommend if you have small children Play Anya Marina's Shut Up Because it'll seem so naughty to them And they'll laugh about that, that there's a song with Shut Up So many times in it Because Shut Up is fuck to kids And so it's just like we'll feel naughty But it's not really naughty And it's just cute So Anya Marina's Shut Up is a good song for your kids um, and that's, yeah, that's Anya Marina. And she's super funny and my best friend. And, yeah, I'm moving soon. And I'm going to – I live across the street from Anya right now, but I'm moving south. And we're going to be a couple stops away. But All we'll right. be okay.
2: I'm going to make this relationship work. You know, it takes effort and time, and I care about it. So I'm going to make those extra two stops. But how are we going to handle this, like, in the mornings?
1: Um, I'll just meet you at radio. Okay usually we walk to radio together, like today. Anya's going to be on Thursday's clip um, that you're going to hear on this exact podcast right now. Um, Yeah, we'll just meet, but that's something to be said about making effort to see people, like, you're someone who I've, oftentimes when I leave LA or New York and I go back and forth, I like, whoever my best friends are in those places, it's hard for me to like maintain it if they're not there in my life every day. And we start living separate lives. It's like being in a relationship. And it's like when you do long distance, you kind of like fall apart. Like yeah. it's hard to maintain. Everyone knows this feeling. It doesn't say, mean that they're not a good friend to you and that you don't love them so much. It's just hard. But for you, I feel like we've never f- fallen off even when we've lived in separate cities. Do you yeah, agree?
2: That's true. I think we've gotten better about it. There was a time when you first moved for not safe, I think, when yes. you did not safe. Or I think we didn't talk for like a month. And I was like, this is so weird. Because we lived together before. But then now with the advent of voice memos and stuff, we just call each other a lot more. We've always been that way. A lot of people don't use the phone to actually make phone calls.
1: Well, you're one of the only people I do that with. And Yeah, dude. I don't do that with many people. But, um, yeah. it's. But I was bringing this up only to say that... um, uh, all my girlfriends got together last night. It was like a Sex in the City episode. It was you, Elna Baker, and uh, my friend Saralina. I really don't know how to say her last name. Pr- pros, it's NYC Saralina on um, Instagram. She's a supermodel. C E R E L I N A. C E R E N. Saralina. C E R E. Okay? You get it. Um, she is as beautiful as her name is and she's just like the best. Anyway, we're all going through hard relationship stuff right now or just we all have like shit going on, right? And we got together and I was made the point that I've made several times, but I think it bears repeating is that if this guy or girl you're sweating right now in your life that you are desperate to like win over, if you're, if you're going through that kind of struggle right now, or if your friend is going through that kind of struggle right now, maybe this advice is good because it's helped me and helped my friends. Okay. If that person was the the sex that you weren't attracted to let's say like I I, last night I was like with my girlfriends and I go if that guy was a girl and you brought him around we would all be like we don't want to hang out with this girl and we wouldn't because she's lame but so put your guy that you're sweating to that test if he was a girl that one of your girlfriends is like I want you to meet my friend she's gonna join our group would you want her and maybe you would but I think we put up with far more bullshit by people that were dickmatized by or pussmatized. We put up with bad personalities that we wouldn't tolerate in our friendships that aren't sexual. So, Anya, what do you think about that? I agree. I
2: mean, it's sad, but it's true. When I think about some of the people I've dated, if they were just a friend, I'd probably get rid of. I'd kick them to the curb because they're not bringing a whole lot to the table. I don't know. That's hard to say and really mean. I like the last couple people I've dated. You did not.
1: Um, There's always good qualities and there's bad qualities. Just like all the... Can, you, can we even talk about... Oh, I guess we're going under. You're coming to JFK <laughs> with me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Anya was just supposed to get out before we got um, to New Jersey, but it we just... Oh, that wait, that wait a second. Happened. We can still get you out here. Can we drop her before we go over? Is there anywhere to... No, okay, Good. you're locked okay. in. Well, shit, babe. I don't want an Uber to be Oh, yeah, you're here. right. Oh, I didn't know we were entering the tunnel. Okay. I thought we were, may be on okay. other you streets. Can take me home? Um, no. Oh, I'm okay. getting you into regular Uber oh, okay. home. Do you mind? <laughs> no, that's fine. This one is, like, super... For some reason, it's so expensive this week. Um, but you will be sent home in an Uber and taken care of.
2: That's all I ever wanted to hear by anyone.
1: <laughs> Again, we're very horned up in the back... Of the Uber,
2: I ordered a podcast microphone because I'm starting a podcast just based on peer pressure alone from Nikki. I still don't have a name. She told me to talk about my feelings, but um, that that got ordered on Amazon along with a vibrator that you told me to order, Nick.
1: Dude, I'm not kidding you. I am so excited to spend some time with my womanizer later on and by the way it's not I didn't even have the womanizer I have the satisfier I got sent the satisfier shout out to them not doing it's not an ad but they sent me this tool and my womanizer was like it's puttering out it's like a little little tugboat it's like it's the thing that um, sucks your clitoris for those of you who are wondering and it was like giving me a little it's like just I was tried this new one because the other one also like I don't clean it enough and it's just like gathering dust and things can you
2: use, can you use like denture cleaner on the, just use a denture
1: it has a little rubber cap that you remove and you're supposed to clean but I'm just like I don't care <laughs> honestly it's like what I do with dishes I'm disgusting so if I'm eating like food on a dish and it dries I don't care I'll just like use it and, and put the same food on top of that later on like the next day I don't care that is so foul who will ever love me well deal with it I won't do it in front of you but I'll do it on my own when you're out of town ugh I'll tuck into some not doing dishes (laughs) and I do the same thing with my uh anyway looking forward to spending some time with that later on like does do people do that and like get excited about masturbating
2: uh do people not wash their dildos
1: no I'm talking about like do people like I'm wondering if the listener if this is relatable to be like oh I can't wait to masturbate later
2: hopefully I mean you got me into it do you feel that way sometimes
1: where like your day is busy and you're like oh but later on I'm gonna like get to no. do it
2: I'm thinking about it now because I think the package arrived today and I have a date so I'd like to do that before oh,
1: yeah you have a date that you're not gonna get any puss action on because you're putting down the you're not you can't
2: yeah I'm putting myself under like house arrest or whatever you I'm putting a
3: chastity
1: I told you to sharpie your vagina so there'd be something weird on it that you wouldn't let him see. So I told you to, like, draw something on your, like, yeah, draw a swastika on your vagina. And I, what if he loved it? Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I'm a Jew, too, so that doesn't work. Yeah, none of this works. Um, But yeah, I told you, like, the way that sometimes, you know when you don't want to eat a cake or whatever, and so you take a bite, and then you put it in the trash, and then you dump, like... You spray it with, like, Lysol. Does anyone else do that? Um, just me? No, I know I'm not alone. I, I remember... Like, you, the way you just, like, trash some food and you want to destroy it so you don't dish. eat it out of the trash. Dish soap. Put some dish soap on your puss.
2: Okay. I'll
1: try that at home. Make it so it's inedible.
2: Okay, perfect. I will. <laughs> I am determined to not do this. We talked about this at length on the show. I'm not having sex on my date.
1: Just Ian like Fidance tr- tried to convince you to do it. So Ian's on the show, on Thursday show, too, which we just recorded, and, um he tried to get anya to to let go of my chastity belt and just loosen
2: up a little he people get in my head that way they'll just sort of like shame me for being too prudish and i'm like it's like a, when i quit drinking and my i remember a really good friend was like listen we really love you and care about you and you're already too uptight as it is so we think this whole not drinking thing is actually you being more controlling and it was it worked I mean I didn't take a drink but I was like
1: but that planted the seed for you to take another drink someday
2: right yeah I mean it definitely made me doubt myself because didn't you quit drinking and then go back on it I never did but that made me doubt my decision for months and then I got my head about me right and was like why am i taking advice from this friend this was like a drug addict friend too
1: yeah you you seek out what you want to hear and like you'll look for you'll tell enough people a story so that you are fed the answer you want as opposed to the answer you need which you do know already it's like i do the same thing of like i'm like i just want my my opinion validated like i was deciding on a font for my special and I like sent it to so many people like this one or this one you were one of the people because I respect your eye for design and um, and ultimately I was just whittling it down to what I wanted and trying to get someone to be like yeah, it's not bad and then I did it you know I you. yeah I I picked the one I, I wanted ultimately which is what everyone does what they want to do yes. and that's what my therapist used to say you're gonna do what you're gonna do
2: that's what Sam Harris says too right like his whole no free will thing like
1: no that's not really it that that's, that's not the same idea, but I think that this idea of, like, like even on Fleabag, you know, when she goes to talk to the therapist, the therapist is like, you're going to do whatever you're going to do. And she's like, no, I'm not. She's like, yes, you are. And she goes, no, I'm not. And she goes, you know. Oh, yeah. And they're back and forth, and then it cuts to her.
2: <laughs> yeah, having sex with him. You know.
1: No. We won't ruin it for you. Just- uh, don't, what, don't, <laughs> how dare you? I, I didn't, that uh, no. Did you see on my Instagram I put out? um, I was, I did a, on my story, I put the flash flood warning and I said, sorry, New York just started watching, rewatching Fleabag season two. (laughs)
2: Oh, that's great. I love that. It was so hot. Their chemistry is insane. Season two. Nominated for several Emmys now.
1: Oh, yeah, should be. It's the greatest show. If you're not watching Fleabag, what are you doing with your life? I cannot believe you're going to JFK and you're going to get stuck in so much traffic on the way back. You'll still be able to do your call, though.
2: I will. I have to be home soon. I I mean, this is insane. When will I be
1: home? You'll be fine. Listen, it's all going to work out. We don't have a choice, so you just have to... We didn't foresee this, and we just have to accept it. When will we be there? We're going to be there in... Not that long. Oh, wait, what? 50 minutes. No,
2: I'm getting out soon.
1: Well, we got to drop you. Well, I can't drop you on the highway.
2: Oh, I get it. I'm dude what am i doing
1: that's what i'm saying that's why i was I like can't
2: be late. i have to be home
1: in two hours i know well we'll pull over when we can in 1.3 miles we're going onto a belt parkway but we'll take an, take an exit. exit yes we'll pull yeah. off take my exit although i'm running late but we'll have to make it quick and then we'll drop you and then we'll get you a car yeah good plan okay great hey guys so um we got anya dropped off on uh, the guy really did pull over on the highway, which is one of my biggest fears in life. And, um, but then I go, no, keep going. What are you doing? She, I'm, we thought he understood. I was like, she has to be dropped off on a side street so she can call an Uber, not the highway. What are you thinking? It's very confusing. Anyway, we got on, you dropped off. I made it to my flight. Everything was great. Um, I've been going nonstop since then. This is the last thing I'm doing before I take what I hope to be a very severe nap. Just I want it to be just a... I really want to tuck into a nap Um, after this. uh, I just did four hours, three and a half hours of radio. Got picked up at 6.15, went to bed. I couldn't sleep until like 2.15 last night. I got into Miami late and then I had to edit my special one last time. (sighs) It's exhausting. um, And it's... I really want it to be over soon. I've given so many edits. I don't think people generally get to go this many passes on a a special. So shout out to Netflix for being patient with me, but stayed up late doing that. And then, um, woke up early for radio and just went on four different radio shows. And like, I do a radio show every day. This was a lot more work than that. It was a lot of talking. And then I'm doing this now, which isn't bad because it's, I'm talking to my fans and I'm not talking on sports shows. I mean, there were four very distinct shows, but now they all are, are kind of blending together for me. It was a lot. And I'm laying in bed. I'm being a very unprofessional book broadcaster right now. And I'm literally laying down in bed. And I know you can hear it in my voice because whenever I try to get away with having phone calls horizontally, they always go. Are you sick? Are you late? Like I can't hear you right, and so I I know that this is unprofessional. So that's just the mood of the podcast. Listen, I I am myself on this thing. If nothing else, if if not entertaining, you could at least say she was herself. So um yeah, that is. I'm in Miami tonight. Um, I did radio alone today too, which is usually a little bit harder because I have Andrew come with me usually, and he like uh. I guess he kind of takes on some of the burden of just, like, hanging out and being social. Like, in between segments, you have to, like, kind of be on, too. Because you want to be nice, and the hosts are excited to have you. So it's just a little bit exhausting. The whole the whole shebang. Um, but my plan today... So I did three hours of radio. I'm doing this. I'm going to nap. I'm going to work out. I didn't get to do that yesterday, and I really feel the need to sweat a lot every day. I like to sweat. I have to meditate still. I had a dream about Sam Harris, who is my guided meditation um, app dude, and um, so I feel like I kind of meditated just because I ran into him in my dream. It was not a sex dream, although not ruling one out. I can't help what happens in my dreams with a married man, Um. But it wasn't, unfortunately Um, Has anyone's dreams ever been interesting to anyone? I'm not even going to bore you But I'll just say that There's some great line in There's Always Sunny, I think It's from, it's always sunny in Philadelphia But, um Where uh, Caitlin Olsen's character, Dee Is trying to show Dennis Reynolds uh, Some, like, pictures And he's like, Dee, um What did he say? I butcher every as a comedian, I butcher jokes when I retell them. He's like, I never want to. Pictures are like, uh, what does he compare it to? Oh, oh, pictures are like dreams. I only want to hear it if I only want to. I'm only interested if I'm in it, or if there's sex involved. God, that was miserable, and I wish I could take it back, but I can't. And there was something to be gleaned from that. (laughs) It wasn't humor. But it was me um, learning that I shouldn't do podcasts horizontally <laughs> and maybe that you shouldn't be listening to them. Guys, let's get into the first show. Monday show, which seems like a legit lifetime ago. Monday show, I was in L.A., um, Alan Bernston from Dancing with the Stars. He was one of the dancers on the show. Hot, young dancer. I think he's like 24 or something. He's so hot. He inspired a joke because like I would get done with practices with Gleb and then like or I would just be like hanging out with other dancers and I'd be all horned up because, you know, Gleb and I are dancing and I was just like having the time of my life um, during that show. And then Alan would like flirt with me a little bit and it would make me feel amazing because let me just tell you, Gleb and I weren't, he wasn't, he wasn't thrilled to be flirting with me. Um, But Alan loved it and it was fun and his partner was Alexis Wren and one day we were watching each other's dances which was the most humiliating part of the show was that um, you had to like screen each other's dances for each other like at practice I forgot what they called them they called them like show 'em's or something but you would have to dance in front of the other stars and their dance partner, and it would be very encouraging, and everyone would clap, and no one would ever be critical. It was just a way to practice in front of an audience. And so it was really beneficial. And it, I ended up having a lot of fun with it because it was so supportive, but initially it's just like the biggest nightmare you can imagine is dancing this dance that you're already worried about in front of other really good, like I had to dance in front of Tanache and Milo Manheim, and Ivana Lynch, and Sasha Farber and Mary Lou Retton. And who else did I do a showman from? Bobby Bones. He sucked, so that was easy to do. <laughs> he was just as bad as I was, so it was comforting to dance in front of him. Alexis Wren, I had to dance in front of Alexis fucking Wren with my little salsa that was just such a struggle the entire time. It was humiliating, but super supportive anyway during one of those um, practice show 'ems. I don't think that's what they're called. Show like, sh- you show me yours. Show and tells maybe is what they're called. It doesn't matter. You guys weren't on the show. You you're not gonna follow up with me on this. And you'll never be on that show. Actually, you all will might be. The show will last forever, and you'll all get a chance to do it. But um, during one of those, Alan was like, I was rubbing my leg because my leg was like f- fucked up. I pulled it doing a, um, some move with Gleb where I would like put my leg between his legs. So hot. Anyway, um I pulled a muscle and I was rubbing it and Alan like started rubbing it for me and like was just like, "Hey, is that bothering you, Gleb? Why aren't you massaging Nikki?" And I'm like, "Yeah, Gleb, what's going on?" He's like on his phone. And um I was like, "I didn't know that was part of the, you know, process. I why am I not getting that benefit? Alexis is getting a rub down from Alan every day." And so then Alan rubbed my leg and I was like, this is amazing. So I wrote a joke about it where I was like, yeah, I told that story. And then I said, so I realized if you get injured on the show, like the other dancers will like massage you because that's what dancers do. So I sprained my clit pretty soon after that. And I was limping in with that injury every day. I said, I got um, dancers taint, uh, which is an injury I made up, but it's not doesn't mean that it wasn't real to me um and that was my joke that I did about it that is um I hope you're laughing because that's one of my that's one of my good jokes I just gave you a gem that I cut from my special anyway it was all based on Alan and Alan is who you're about to hear on the show and Joe grocery store Joe is also on there Joe Amabile um from The Bachelor if you're a Bachelor fan this guy was on The Bachelor or Bachelorette He got eliminated the first night, which is, I relate to, as being voted off Dancing with the Stars first. So he knew the sting of instant rejection. And then they liked him so much, they brought him back for Bachelor in Paradise, which nobody makes an imprint that first night, the way Joe, grocery store Joe did. So they brought him back for Bachelor in Paradise. He had a great showing on there. And then they asked him to do Dancing with the Stars. And and, and he and me and Bobby Bones and um, Nancy McKeon and... Daniel Umstead, we're probably the most, the worst dancers of the show. And I'm just going to flat out say it. Daniel Umstead would have been a a far more amazing dancer because she's an athlete, but she's blind. So she was the same as us. I mean, it put her at an even playing field with me because she had a legit handicap. But um, we were all the, I would say the less uh, good dancers on the show. Grocery store Joe stunk. He's a bad dancer. (laughs) And he would admit it. And I was bad too, and I can admit it. But anyway, he—I loved him because he knew he was bad. He was embarrassed by it. He was very cute on the show. He's just adorable. You understand why people want to watch him on reality TV. He's just a real guy, and he was great on the show. And this is Monday Show with Joe, Grocery Store Joe Amabile, and Alan Bernstein, and they have a new clothing company called um, Frown Clothing. You can follow them at Frown Clothing on Instagram. Here it is.
4: Performing live dancing mm-hmm. in front of millions of people for the first time when they've it's never crazy. danced. Before.
1: I'm nervous for y'all when you hear those ticks.
4: Yeah. Oh. That- Oh, t- that, t- 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 the t- sounds, oh but, my god, yeah.
1: that yeah, is it counts like you down anxiety to the music and, and even in dress
4: rehearsal I'm sure you were like oh this is nerve-wracking
1: y- well I, then, I didn't the- have one because I was injured so I had to watch <laughs> Morgan do my dance do you <laughs> okay. know what, that was the most humiliating moment oh of my, my life god. was being backstage during the camera blocking because a lot of the dancing with the stars is like you when you you learn the dance in the studio and you practice it and practice it but so much of it is going to camera blocking because you need to know what camera to look into mm-hmm. because a dance will look really good based on how you're playing to the camera and where the cameras are, it can change a dance mm-hmm. based on that. And Gleb was like, you need to be there for the camera block and just look at where, because mm. a girl was standing in for me, Morgan. What's her last name?
4: Larson.
1: Morgan Larson, she's so nice, but I watched her learn my dance that took me a month to learn. And like a <laughs> it, month every day. like
5: 10 minutes she learned yeah. that.
1: Not even, Joe, it was seven, like <laughs> 90 seconds. I, I just watched it in front of me and it was like it was like watching my husband Fuck a, a, a hotter girl. <laughs> I felt like I was being cuckolded. Oh, no. I was just in the corner, injured, like oh, oh, like, and she was getting it so right, and I was just like, oh my god, that was like that was the worst moment. But it it was crazy. I mean, you, Joe, you felt like you were gonna have a panic attack
5: every I mean, t- every time, every time, except for maybe uh, the last the last shell, because that's when I just stopped caring. Oh, but I I was like because. I'm like, first of all, what the fuck am I doing on Dancing with the Stars? How did this even happen? Yeah. And, you know, now I got this white suit on.
6: <laughs> and, you know,
5: I feel like Colonel Sanders. I don't know <laughs> what's happening to my life. And I just like, and I, I would be too embarrassed to dance at a club.
7: Yeah. Me like, too. I was
5: never that guy. Me I was too. never like, well, I would get like, oh, no. And now I have to do this on a live stage, which I've never been on a live stage, like doing anything like that. Um, in front of millions of people. What
1: made you do it? Why did you agree to do this?
5: Chris Harrison asked me on air, and at that point, my life was just—you know—he got asked live. I got he, asked live. Chris
1: Harrison hosted The Bachelor.
5: Yes. Yeah, so asked uh, you
1: on uh, air on like an After the Rose thing. Yes. What? And
5: I didn't even know because you know I I, I kind of just you know I got I was at a grocery store. A lady came up to me. <laughs> and she's like, "You want to be on The Bachelor?" I'm like, "That's sure, how you, you ended know. up on The Bachelor." That's I, why he's grocery. Lady so walked so up she, no, it's not. But she walked up to you. She's like, um. How you doing? I'm like, what's up? She pulls out a card. She's like, um, would you want to be on the Bachelor? So I thought maybe I would be the next Bachelor. So I'm like, <laughs> All right, yeah. yeah. And then it just so happened I was on. It was I got casted to be on the Bachelorette, and then I got kicked off night one
1: night one yeah
4: so and you guys have something in common <laughs> that
1: is a good point <laughs> oh, oh well, that's thank al- you alan and that's also me. that's also
5: why i was so nervous because i'm like ah oh, another show another i'm gonna get booted one. night one
1: yeah it was my third reality show to be kicked off of i did last comic standing twice and i made it much further on those <laughs> shows but i but i had been eliminated from a reality show before and it's Truly devastating in a way that you don't see coming.
4: I mean, it is literally one of the most it's it's a reality <laughs> show, but it is so stressful. It's when so you're standing stressful. there and the red lights turn on and it goes da da. It's like Jaws. It yeah. really it's is. literally Jaws. The music is there, there's so much pressure and you're yeah. like, please, please don't let me get voted off. And then like in hindsight, you're like, I'm asking not to get voted off of a of a TV show. And
1: which it is, means everything. It means everything. I mean then I was Devastated. It literally becomes your life.
4: It is my life. Then there I'm is. like, I have a
1: joke in my act where I say, the day, September 26, 2018, was the worst day of my last year. And my dad died last year. <laughs> oh, and he did it, but it won't hurt as bad as when he it goes. <laughs> it's true. Like, it was the worst day of my life.
4: But it's because everyone there becomes <laughs> so, a family.
1: Yeah. And, and then, I loved it so much. I just didn't want to go.
4: Everyone be- everyone's going through the exact same yeah. thing. And so it's like, it's nice to be in a room where 13 people are going through the exact same thing and everyone's stressed, and then someone goes home and you're like, oh, shh, this is real.
1: I just kept thinking like, because they literally, I just compared it to, I felt like I was claw machined out of the best time of my life. A literally, a claw came down and then spit me out in New York, and I woke up the next day <laughs> in New York after doing Good Morning America, and then you're done. And this thing that was everything to you, every waking second you think about dancing, and then no one's calling, no one's texted like, I still is- text. I came you to your did. shows. You did. I've, I've seen never you a go- lot. I'm
4: never coming to your show again. because Why? You pulled me on stage and you made fun of me. No, you were
1: great. <laughs> you were so great at that show. You and
4: Jeff Ross. But
1: yeah, that was really fun. I yeah. would love for that to happen again. <laughs> I would not. That was Monday's show. Um, I'm still in Miami in my hotel room. And um, yeah, I just don't know what the rest of the day looks like for me. I have a lot more energy this morning because I um, took a hit of my driver's vape pen and I don't vape weed anymore. And it like so the only time I have weed is like at the end of the night or like if I'm at my apartment, I can like go out on the balcony and smoke it. But if I'm like at a hotel, which I've been at the past couple weeks, like I don't smoke that much weed anymore. And I got a little high off a vape pen this morning, and it's given me so much energy. I don't recommend it. I don't endorse weed as a way to stimulate yourself and to stay awake, but it does it for me. So I don't even know if I'm going to be able to sleep. But I did a ton of radio this morning. I'm doing this podcast now. God, thinking about each show this week, I was looking at the the podcast clips that Noah, my producer Noah, follow her at Noah Injection, at Noah Injection, N-O-A Injection. On Instagram, she picked all these clips and like they seem like so long ago because I was in L.A. This next clip was from Tuesday's episode. Natasha Legero and Moshe Kasher were in studio and we were talking about squirting, it looks like. Um, I also had a really bad date the night before, um, a Raya date the night before this uh, show. So if you want to go back and listen on the SiriusXM app to the full episode I talk about my Raya date. I talk about my Raya date on, uh, it was Monday night. So I talk about it on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday show. And it's, I got to say, it's an interesting conversation each time. And I learn new things. <laughs> but this is the first show that I talked about it on. And I don't think I had mentioned it at this point. But we got into the subject of squirting for sure. And um, because listen, your girl's a squirter. You're a squirter because you listen to the show. That's what I call you guys. I don't know if you know that yet. That's what you are, Squirt Nation. Um, I don't know where it came from. It's from when the show first started. Me and Tom Takar were just, like, thinking of what we should call our listenership. Because, like, you got to come up with a name right away so people identify. And I think he pitched squirters. And it was really funny because it's like, why would they be squirters? <laughs> but, like, why not? So, yeah. You're squirters. I'm a squirter. And here's Natasha Legero, Moshe Kasher and I. They have a new podcast out, by the way called um, Endless Honeymoon. And it's where they give advice and they did a segment on my show. I'm serious, go back and listen to this full show. They give an advice segment on my show and they give such good advice. They are so smart and funny. So I recommend their podcast, Endless Honeymoon. Mo- Not- Natasha Leggero, no- Moshe Kasher in in studio on Tuesday's show in LA. So did someone want you to piss on them, Moshe? Well,
0: I had a, a, a person where we were kind of into freaky stuff and mm-hmm. we like decided to try that and it was pretty hardcore i mean it wasn't just like it there wasn't was just like a spray too. it mm-hmm. was also it, oh. was, it was like a it was a, more of a gulp <laughs> and uh <laughs>
1: Wait, Were their mouths involved?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah oh hers. my
1: god! Oh, you yeah. peed in her mouth. Yeah. Wow. We're learning so much about each other, and you guys. Are being... <laughs> what does this do for you, as as his wife? You don't care oh, about his past. She's horny
0: as hell right now.
1: <laughs> my little brother peed in my mouth when I was little. Ugh. Oh.
0: I was
3: like, I'm gonna tell Ma, and then I just felt like this whiz of piss in oh, my no. mouth. So... Oh
0: no! That is so weird, actually, because the person <laughs> I'm talking about is your little brother. <laughs>
3: I'm just saying I find, the, I find it all kind of gross. Yeah, no, yeah. it was gross.
0: It was, it was interesting because I've done a lot of strange sexual things, and that was one where both the person I was with and me, we both looked at each other at the end and were like, "Uh, yeah, I don't think, yeah, that was a little that too much. Good. Yeah, that, I'm, yes. See, I'm not going to try that. We yeah. don't need to do that. Either. I found
3: yeah. it strangely intimate.
0: Oh, did you? With your brother?
1: No. The shower <laughs> incident.
3: The shower incident. you find it romantic? No, not romantic, just intimate. <laughs> like, romantic. all of a sudden, you're so close to someone, you're like, I've pissed on you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's, like, so female, though. Like, oh, it brought us closer to oh, yeah. I know, intimacy. Really, <laughs> girls, <laughs> we'll take I, anything we can get. I really like him. I think <laughs> he's
1: special.
0: I think he likes me, too. <laughs> I can still taste. Maybe he's
1: the one. Oh my god! I um, I squirted for the first time like a lot last weekend. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot. No,
0: I saw the. Wait, you said squirted?
1: Yeah. And I thought it was pee. I was like, it was so much that I was like, this has got to be pee. We, and so I instantly like scooped it up to be like, like to smell it, to be like, is it? Is it? And it was not. And it didn't. And my pee is always yellow because I take so many vitamins and it was not yellow.
0: I would love to have been in that man's brain. He's just like, oh my myself. God. She, oh, 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 I see. It's <laughs> I was going to say, when I, in the
3: duration a- does it happen during sex?
1: You're saying that just happens... I it, I didn't plan for it. I didn't. Usually, I've like tried to like ex boyfriends and I have been like, let's try to do this, and it just like can't let's get. Let's try there. to make you squirt. Yeah, it's I cool. had this
0: image in my mind though of you like with a partner, and then you squirt, and he's like, oh my god, that's so hot, and you're like, hold on, <laughs> <laughs> is it pee? Is it pee? I needed to know. <laughs> you know, there's a big it felt like it. There's a big scientific debate about right. whether or not it is pee, and a lot of, I I think that it's actually kind of unclear the science is unclear that it, it might be pee.
1: it I, it definitely is what p becomes like it's a pro, <laughs> it's it's in the process of p but it, it was not yellow and it did not you smell like you mean it's, it's urine. under the
3: umbrella of pee.
1: yeah it's like what p Will like P becomes it is before P. It, what it pee didn't will get be? processed. Wait, hold it, it's on. What will this be. is
0: like a Christmas story. It's beautiful.
1: <laughs> is <laughs> is, is it
3: connected? <laughs> is it connected to orgasm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. And I didn't... oh, so you're saying you were masturbating and that happened? Yes. Okay. So.
1: What happened was, and I, like I said, I've made an effort to squirt before because I'm like, I just want to be able to say I've done it. And I thought I've done it before, but I really think I may have just like peed in those moments. Or sometimes you just like. Oh, so
0: you really made an effort. You were just like,
1: oh, it worked. Well, because all of the instructions to squirt say you're going to feel like you have to pee and Uh, then just let it go. And uh I'm like, Wait, you, you mean can, like tra- peeing? Pee. <laughs> it's pee, like pee, what pee. I do on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have to pee and then I let it go.
3: You can train yourself to do this?
1: I guess. Yes, Ask dude.
3: So, so, Are you sure you just aren't, you're just kind of like- Everyone can
1: do it, Natasha. No Every- way. Yes, we can all, you can do anything. You just want to feel like a man and spray your load all over I mean, someone. kind of. It is super like- it, I felt more empowered than I've ever felt sexually <laughs> after it. That's interesting. Really? I, was, I mean, Noah, my producer, got a text right away. I had to tell people you I took a picture of You your producer?
0: The- <laughs> You're so Hollywood. I can't believe it. <laughs> Oh my God, I squirted. Can we use
1: this? I took a picture of the bed just to show the amount because it was an obscene. I was so proud of myself. And it was in Las Vegas, so I was like really dehydrated. I was like, I don't even know where this came from. This could from. be dangerous, actually. Yeah, you yeah.
6: to go to the ICU. So, <laughs> what are the
1: tenants? Like, how do we do this? Okay. What are the most important So, this is what happened. And I like talked about Bellagio it on the fountain. show already. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, yeah, there're spectators yeah. and uh, you had to wait around. Um but that w- that was seriously what happened was um I just I did I had a sesh and it was fine and I had a couple orgasms that were good. But that was just like I had time to kill, and I was like, I'll just go for one more. And there was, like, this new series on kink.com, which I pay for, that, like, yeah, I you, was really into. Oh, you
0: pay for porn? Yeah. That's the most shocking thing I've heard this morning. Really? Yeah, that's way that's way freakier than I pissed also, someone's mouth. Also, <laughs> she said series.
3: I know, I know. There's
0: a, what, <laughs> What's there's the a series. What's a series?
1: What is it? It's called School of Submission. That was Natasha and Moshe on Tuesday's show. What day is it today? It's Friday today. So the podcast started on Thursday and it's ending on Friday. I like it. I like how immediate it is. I wonder if you guys, when you guys all listen, I would try to listen like right away if I were you. It would just make me feel closer to it, but do your own thing. Um. I wonder how people consume the podcast. Are you on a treadmill? Are you, I'm trying, I'm going to try to guess where you are. Are you on your way to work and yeah are you driving on your way to work and oh my god watch out for that fucking squirrel bitch just kidding don't mean to scare you um, no one got scared by that someone's like um, I'm just sitting at my desk I hated that so much well if you're sitting at your desk why don't you stare at that picture of your loved one oh you don't have a picture of your loved one at your desk do you, do you not love anyone it's always weird to me when people have pictures of like how often do they just stare at it like if you have a picture of your wife on your desk, you just like, it's almost just like to tell other people what you have, which is helpful to know. My dad used to have pictures of us. It was always cool to go to my dad's office and be like, oh, he has pictures of us. I understand your kids and I guess your wife. Listen, it's all lovely. One of the cutest things ever is that my nephew Arlo, my sister said that he goes over, they have like all the picture frames of like, and the family in them and he'll just like go up to a picture frame and he'll just hold it and like look at it and point to it and just like I don't know just admire photos of his family it's the cutest thing I could ever imagine it reminds me of the segment that they used to do on Conan uh back when he had his late night show back in the I would say this early 2000s they did this one segment him and Andy would pretend that they get a they have an amazing satellite on um the top of an NBC, their NBC building that they get channels that aren't even accessible to other people. And they're going to go check out some of these ch- weird channels that they have. And so they have all these channels and they're all like hilarious channels. Like um, one is like uh, this guy, Clive Clemens. It's, it's a long story, but it's like a guy that um, it's called Clive Clemens inappropriate channel. I don't know who Clive Clemens is, but he's like this heavy metal dude. And it's like, he plays a guitar riff as the intro to the channel. It's like... Dee, 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 dee. And then he like does the rock and roll sign. And then it freezes on him. And it goes... Inappropriate! And then it's just a guy... It's like a scene with a guy... Um, in, a, like, in a coffee... In a break room at work with a girl. And she's like... Looks like it's going to be a fun weekend. And he goes... Thank God for Saddam Hussein. And then there's like a stamp that goes on it that says... Inappropriate. And it goes inappropriate. And then there's another kid that's like, dad, do you want to play ball with me? And he has like a mitt and a ball. And the dad goes, hey, son, check out this. And he shows his son a centerfold of like a hot dude. And then there's a stamp that goes, inappropriate. I think there's one more. If I could get them all, that would be amazing. But there was one that was called the alienated pigeon channel. And that's what just... (laughs) I'm already laughing. It would just show, there's a whole channel dedicated to pigeons being left out of activities. So there would be there would be a shot of like a bunch of pigeons pecking out some seed, like a ton of pigeons. And then it would zoom out and there would just be one pigeon watching from afar feeling <laughs> feeling left out. And there was one where it was like all these pigeons and then it zoomed out and there was a pigeon that was looking through a like black car window. And then the window goes up and you see the pigeon like like try to look up like as the the window raises kind of like a gray coupon ad it's hilarious but I only say all of this to say that my cousin or my nephew looking at photo albums reminds me of one of the channels which was babies reminiscing channel and it would just be babies (laughs) like legit babies flipping through photo albums (laughs) and then like watching old family footage by a fireplace it was so funny so my my nephew does reminisce and it's adorable this all takes us into Wednesday's show which was Andrew Collin in studio he check out his new podcast I'm giving you a lot of podcasts to subscribe to today which I just subscribed to a new podcast by the way um Kim Goldman the who was murdered by uh her brother was murdered Ron Ron Goldman um by a person that uh mighted at one point we thought it was OJ Simpson um but then he was tried and um he was oh actually i think that they were able to pin it on him after the fact right can you say that he murdered them i don't know but i always get i just don't want to be sued but you know the guy like her brother was ron goldman anyway she was on stern this morning i just heard it on the radio on the way to radio we were listening to stern me and the driver and um god this fascinating interview on stern with kim goldman look it up she has a new podcast that i instantly subscribe to because i love true crime and I I'm, and, and I also am a huge fan of hers. I met her um, and I was already a fan of hers just for her advocacy on her brother's behalf. Um, but I got to do an event where um, for her foundation, I think it's the Ron Goldman Foundation, and I got to perform stand up on it and it was super cool. But anyway, I heard her interview on Stern today and it just far exceeded my expectations. She was incredible. Stern was incredible. It's worth a listen. Anyway, subscribe to that podcast. And subscribe to Puddles for some comedy relief. The new podcast by Andrew Collin, who is in studio with Ari Finling on Wednesday. And Marina Franklin, who has a new special out called Single Black Female that you can find at marinafranklin.com. Here's Wednesday's show. I just, I hate that I can't be by myself. I was like, it, it sucks that I, if I'm idle and I don't have any work to do or I don't have a friend to talk to or I'm not Instagram living or or I'm doing the radio show, There, I just feel sad. And she was like, don't beat yourself up about that because I think so many times we're like, why can't I be alone? I just wanna be able to be alone. It. We're not supposed to be. We are yeah. really social creatures. We're like closely, most closely related to bonobo a- uh, apes. And they're like, Constantly with their th- there's no bonobos that go off alone go to bonobos. and you have a nap people. by themselves. You yeah.
5: can go meet people at bonobos.
1: Why does everything have to be a joke? It doesn't. Um so I think, <laughs> 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 I, think
8: I think that's the negative effect of comedy. Of stand-up comedy and kind of what we do. And is social that media. You're so used to your brain is so used to instant <laughs> affirmation that you can say something and immediately get a reaction that when you're by yourself, you're like I don't
5: know where am I going to get
8: this yeah. affirmation
5: from? It's gone.
8: We're just not What is it about be... when you're
0: by yourself though? Are you like
5: looking within too much? Are you in your own head bored. too much? I'm bored and I and then
1: when I'm bored my thoughts go dark. And yeah. so it's just but I'm not supposed to be alone. I'm like a, am a little monkey in the tree that wants to like pick ticks off of my other friends' head. I like wish, I want to
6: I wish or I could warts. say that yeah. sentence. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've been wanting to get into the bonobo conversation yeah. the whole time, but yeah. I can't.
8: Tough intro. It's like a weird game of double dutch. Talk so. about that
6: guilt, huh? Yeah. Well, I like Marina, it. That's so
1: funny. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but you're Ashkenazi. <laughs> yeah.
6: Yeah. Well, oh god. I love it. being Marina alone. Franklin. I'm gonna be honest. I love being alone. I love silence. Yeah. I, I love it. Do you to ever get sad? Quiet. I don't. I. Well, <laughs> you seem like a sad person sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you seem <laughs> you so sad. The You're very like I'm very serious at times. You're very I, serious, but I'm not sad. I just have very, I, I have social anxiety now, so I like now? being alone. Yeah, it's new. What do you mean? When? How does this manifest itself? I have no. I have to go back to therapy to find out. But it's
1: like, what? What do you mean? Like, how I does don't it know what to come say. On?
6: I, oh. I, I, um, have a difficult time listening. And I get that. sometimes I, because I found that a lot of times I have said the wrong things to people, so I'm try I try to be careful. And then you know, certain comics I just don't want to hear them, so it gets yeah. difficult. And so when I'm and you're always around people at the cellar, it's very busy, and there's a lot of stuff. There's music playing. I'm always traveling. There's always people around. So, when I'm by myself, I really do enjoy it. I love the peace and quiet. I've started turning off maybe I'm because i'm sixty nine yeah i've I've turned off the TV <laughs> I, I i i I listen to soft rock. Wow. I've actually like said Yacht Alexa. Rock? Alexa, give me soft rock playlist, please. Oh yeah. my god, I'm listening. I've played Saint Elmo's Fire, the <laughs> so soundtrack good. to it, so many times. There, T- terms of endearment, I love. There's uh.
8: that 11% Ashkenazi <laughs> coming there through for sure. That's, uh, but it's like my therapist recommended that too, where it's you're so used to. Like listening to podcasts, watching TV, where you're just taking in so much sensory overload, where your mind, you're not allowing your mind to create things in your brain. Where if you just shut it off for a little bit, you'll start to become more comfortable in your own thoughts. Meditation, because, right? You're like react, you're like freaking out because you're not used to creating your own thoughts because yeah. you're around everybody all the time. I'm the same way. The, I can't be by myself. But at the all. thing
1: is, I don't struggle with meditating. And people that are like me, if you're like me, that you're like oh, I can't be alone, and when I'm bored. I just want to watch something or do something. I'm like that too, but I'll tell you, meditation, I never struggle with it. If I sit Because you're like down, an all
8: or nothing thing. It's like all or nothing.
1: Yeah, but it, meditation, if I'm meditating, I can be by myself for hours. Like right. if it was just, that was my goal, is just to sit in silence and meditate, like I can do it. But if I'm not meditating, I'm just sitting there and like want to read a book, like that's that's gonna be a nightmare for me.
0: Yeah. Because um, meditation, you're still doing something.
1: No, you're not. You're actively doing literally doing nothing. But you're, nothing. Act, but you're active, yeah, but no, that is something. it's no. scheduled. It is scheduled. It's like a
5: it's a thing though.
1: I it is a thing but you're but yeah, you're just sitting there thinking. That's all you're doing. You're just sitting there with your eyes closed or open. I can do it with my eyes open just thinking. I do
8: it in a bath. God, can you imagine walking into a room and Nikki's just meditating with her eyes open? It's yeah. It's really I've seen spooky. I am sure. Well,
1: when when, because Sam Harris, every day I do his pot, his um, meditations, ten minutes, and some days he's like, oh uh, we're gonna do it with eyes open today," and I'm like, "I, I can't. I'm in an airport <laughs> at a gate. I can't just stare. <laughs> like it looks so, it looks so much crazier than yeah. meditating.
6: Mommy, that woman staring
1: at yeah. me. Yeah, it's really weird. So I don't like the open eye ones, but. I will say that I'm meditating more in public now because there' a meditation thread that I subreddit that I go to on um, on Reddit is like talking about that there's a call for people who meditate to meditate more in public so that it we get the word out that this is an acceptable thing to do anywhere. So if you meditate meditate in public today to spread the word because people go she's weird but like actually they they want in on what you got. But then I know you're they not. Do. Oh, no. what? But Then, then you're, you're not ha-
0: connecting
5: with people around you. If everyone's just meditating around their ten phone, not, it's
1: ten minutes. Andrew, yeah, well. don't don't do that. That was Wednesday's show. Guess who's still horizontal? This bitch right now. Still in my hotel room. It was mere seconds after I recorded the last before the last clip you heard. Um, I forgot underwear here in Miami. I just forgot to pack a bag of underwear. You know, you just don't go to the underwear drawer. In my case, it's a basket, but I forgot it. So I had to go to CVS and get some this morning. I also forgot toothpaste, which was disgusting going to bed with the taste of food in my mouth. And then it was even more disgusting waking up with it. Oh, God. Luckily, there was some at the front desk, but I went and got my own brand. Which, by the way, if you want white teeth, you don't need to go whiten them. Just use Arm & Hammer whitening toothpaste. It's the best. It's the best on the market. I've been using it for over a decade. Trust me. I've turned so many people on to it through different podcast appearances. Your mom's house, Never Not Funny. People come up to me all the time and say, oh my God, Armin!" In fact, this morning, a guy was like, Arm and Hammer toothpaste, I use it because of you. He had a gleaming white smile. And I was like, dude, I just... I'm going to buy some right after this. So get yourself some. Not endorsed by them. Not an ad. I wish I had some of that Arm and Hammer money. I wish I had some of that Army Hammer money. Are people talking about how Army Hammer and Arm and Hammer are the same thing? Like, has that been discussed enough? Because I, that is that is my fucking soapbox today. We need to talk more about that. That's insane that that is his name. Thursday show. Let's get to it. Michael Rappaport, Anya Marina, who you heard at the top of the show and Ian Fidance, uh, all in studio. Uh, Michael and Ian are not agreeing about um, no sex until a commitment we're talking about uh the book getting to i do which i talk about all the time on the show that says you cannot have sex with a man if you want him to commit to you don't have sex with him until you have that commitment doesn't mean marriage but it means a commitment and uh the guys didn't agree with us this is ian Fidance, michael Rappaport, and anya marina in studio on thursday
7: well, you don't buy a car that all that we're not well, fucking you, before we get married it's bullshit not. No, no, that's no, a no, bullshit not married, babe. no before not married, commitment just of like dating Girl, we're we're like, exclusive like i'm the only one you're seeing no nah, we're not doing no, that that's I, need bullshit. To, I need to <laughs> i am not rent i mean a rent a car you you, you know i'm not doing that i'm yeah, not doing you that. got it that. T- now that's again a pussy i'm a married man but a, 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 and my perspective is of a 49 year old Married man, so again, like your 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 brain changes.
3: So your wife was
2: sleeping with other people while she was sleeping. with No, she with never you.
7: fucked fucked with anybody else. That's what yeah. we're talking no, about. Just... That's
2: what we're ta- no. Bef- while she was having sex with you, no. But it's a different time
6: See. now. We, we had
7: my my wife exactly. my my wife
6: and my wife. I's situation
7: <laughs> is is unusual because we dated when we were very young.
1: Oh, that's like sweet. In a, it's well, like stand-up comedy for you.
7: It, literally we dated in my first like she's one of the only people that saw uh, she the saw him
1: at 19. The iconic
7: run of ninety <laughs> yeah, to 91 92. So so but she like so and then we went our separate ways and then I got married, uh, got divorced, I, 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 I had kids, divorce lawyers, Divorce court. Hey, I'm not bitter about it. You know, fucking <laughs> right. paid out of the ass. You know, whatever. And and then we we just we always were cool with each other because mm-hmm. I'm usually a crash and burner. Like, I, there's no cool. Like, we crash, we burn. I shut the whole Done. fucking thing.
1: No yeah. contact. Oh, I could see that for you. Yeah. Yeah.
7: Like, there's no crash and burn. I mean, there's no, like, oh, we're still cool. No. Yeah, no. And and, and then, but we got back together, uh, uh, what is it now, Ten, nine years ago.
1: Wait, you two crashed and burned? No, no. No, she, you never.
7: We never, she was too good to crash and burn. But nice. I'm normally a crash and burn. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, um, it seems like you when you've needed to. Like, mm-hmm. how many, are, are, do you crash and burn more than a lot of people, you think? You... But well, what feel- if someone apologizes to you? You seem like a reasonable person, that if, if someone was reasonable to you and came to you and w- apologized, you would own up to what your yes, problems were. Yes, that's true, that's you true. You seem like a...
7: I I'm think, reasonable, yeah, reasonable, but... but I, Who's
1: I, on your list of people you will never speak to again? Me? We had a big falling out. <laughs> yeah,
7: teenagers. I mean, it's happened like, like yeah. <laughs>
1: that's weird I'm doing just-
7: this reluctantly. It's only because we're on the air. Um, Is there
1: someone that comes to mind for you for that, of like... But, the, but the, you don't need to say who it is, but isn't that person not being reasonable? Did eh,
7: Yeah. Or should you forgive them? No, hell no. Okay, exactly. But I've gotten better at that, though. Because when, when once you, like, I used to, like, dibble and dabble with people, but when you really <laughs> shut it down, when you, when you shut it the fuck down... It's good. Like when you like, yo, I'm not speaking to this person. Like this. Like this person showed me who I am. I'm not going to try to like. Well, maybe they'll be that like, I agree. Once you get, when I got that skill, and I got it probably about four or five years ago, it's it's a blessing
1: to not keep them in your life. Shut you were it trying the fuck nice. down.
7: Yeah. Nice, whatever it is. What, I, and I'm not even into the therapy. Shut it the fuck down.
1: You're not into the therapy.
6: You don't of go to that
7: th- of the idea of what the rationale is. Like when you're like, yo, I'm just not fucking with this person oh, right, right. at all anymore. And I wasn't good at that when I was younger. And yeah. I could have afforded to. To I I, I could have benefited from that.
1: Um, what do you say to people who are getting married to Like, what what would you say to yourself? Like w- going through your divorce and stuff. What are? You, what would you say what, to young what, Michael? Yeah. What would you? Why did you get married again after your divorce? were you turned off by the idea of marriage? Obviously yes. not.
7: Yes. At I first. was. I was. I was turned off after the first time, but um you know my my wife now like just the the idea of like oh this is my girlfriend and she was more than a girlfriend and and and, and also just it just was like I we we did a non ceremony ceremony mm-hmm. like I don't believe in the ceremony and the pageantry of marriage. Yeah. I don't I don't believe yeah, in I that. I, I'm not into that shit at all. Um, but I just felt like it was it was the best. It was one of the best decisions I've ever made. I'm gonna say the best, but it's the best decision wow, I've ever made to like beautiful. to do that. Were, and,
3: what
2: drove you to go from boyfriend girlfriendhood to I want more
7: it wasn't i want more because we okay. we had you know like i feel like like the thing about marriage is like you think like it's going to be like you're on the other side of this of of this door and it, it, there is no door there is no it, 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 it's really a business relationship you know what i mean marriage is like a business it's it's it, it's, it's like a business term because because when you need to get out of a marriage you'll see that it's a business fucking yeah, it, it's it's business
2: know. um yeah we have a friend going through a divorce right now and it we were listening to her talk about it last night and it sounds like it's gonna be so financially it's, brutal for it, her. The, the whole part What if part she of was it? faking the phone call? We were
7: in person. <laughs> but but I I, mean, I think it's all about like your perspective and like who, how you look at each other and what you look at it as and and, and but it's a union and in the love of and all and all that stuff. And it's really kind of like it keeps you focused, like we're together and yeah. but then you could be you could be just like some people don't get married and they're together for all that time. So it's just a for us it was like I knew the that that Just
1: being able to say my wife sounds so much better than my girlfriend. That's really what it's about. And when
7: you're like in your forties, like yo, this it is my ridiculous. girlfriend. Yeah. To say
1: my girlfriend, I it just sounds cute. what about
2: my
7: chick?
1: Uh, when my I hear gal, my friends say, I'm
2: gonna have to give when... my house to my husband, I'm Yo. like, you know what? It's pretty cute to say girlfriend and boyfriend.
1: I'm not opposed <laughs> no, to yes, marriage,
2: I get it, I agree, but it,
6: it,
1: it, we ain't gonna get there if you keep going by the book. But wife just
2: sounds bad, it just babe. I fucked everybody without a commitment before, and it didn't get me anywhere,
1: right? I know
7: there's but, no yeah. means to an end. There's, I don't think there's means to an end, and I think people's perspective on marriage, divorce, relationship, girlfriend, wifey, husband, my man, my girl, it's all... It's, it's never going
1: to get you where you think you want. to There's no be. getting. There's yes. no
7: getting. You know what I mean? I don't think there's any getting. Like there's, there's no, no like, getting. To what I do? There's yeah. no. There's no. Yeah.
1: Because you can always get divorced. That's what people think. Like once I get yeah. married, like he's going to be with me forever. No, he nah. can fucking leave you, bitch. Or you might leave him, bitch. Yes. Like it's, it's, it's absolutely. You, you know it's, it's. And I hope you do. You know who I'm talking to? If you're listening, that is it for the show this week. I hope you had fun listening to the podcast. I had fun doing it for you. As I do every week, it is always fun to talk to you guys on my little phone recorder, wherever I'm going. And um, thank you for listening. Last week, I left you with, I think, something interesting. Where did I do that podcast? Every week, it's a different spot. That's what I love about this podcast is that every week, it's somewhere different. It's always on the go. And um, I feel like I'm just leaving a voice memo for a good friend. So I hope you get the sense that that is what this is. Because you are not my friend. I've made that clear before. If you don't know me, we're not friends. But I bet we would be friends if we met. I have a feeling. Um, Come see me in Miami this weekend. Uh, And then Kansas City uh, in two weekends. August 1st and 2nd in Kansas City at the Kansas City Improv. Miami Improv this week. I'm moving next weekend. I'm going to be at the stand in New York City. If you're in New York City next weekend, come to the stand, the new stand, Congratulations, by the way, to The Stand in New York. If you're in New York as a destination, as a vacation, make sure you check out Comedy at the Comedy Cellar and also The New Stand, which is um, just as great of comics, just as great as shows as anywhere else you'll find. It is uh, truly, they do a great job at Comedy. They just opened a new location and I'm proud to be a stand comedian. The Stand, New York City. Um, and we will, I'll see you next week on the podcast guys. Thank you for listening as always squirt, squirt and yak fat.
6: This has been a comedy central podcast.